Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Thank you, thank you, thank you for checking me out. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Um, today, I have a special guest with me, master connector, professional networker, and the founder of Crusaders Networking, Wendy Caverly. Hello, Wendy. Hello. I am here of my own free will and eager. There was uh, no enter at my own risk today. <laughs> well, not yet. Not welcome, yet. welcome to my frequency. Um, we connected, um, ironically, uh, a little bit ago, and we we had a nice conversation and thought, you know, we should probably share some of this with the world. You you got some really cool things going on. I wanted to learn more about them and also um, make sure that, that, that some other folks were kind of let in a loop as well. So welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really honored to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an honor to have you. I, I, uh, the networking is kind of is your thing. I mean, I thought networking was my thing until I met you. And then, you know, I'm like, you have a whole, an entire company around it, right? I do. I do. So uh, talk a bit about Crusaders Networking, if you would, and kind of the how it came to be. Yes, actually, that's that's a great story, especially for now. Um, I've I've been a professional connector for businesses for seven years now, and I do that using a referral team. So it's one form of networking that I have really focused on over the last seven years. But uh, 2020 was just a year of of change, but it was also a year of opportunity for people who were able to see see that you know there's there's opportunity in chaos and and that's where crusaders networking came out of it actually came out of the chaos of 2020 um i had a couple great people that i'm connected to encourage me to put myself out there more and in a time where people needed that motivation that uh, this is going to pass you're not going to go out of business you can keep moving forward be ready for when the lights came back on what are you going to do when that time comes instead of being kind of frozen in fear or, or just waiting to see what happens next so i made this video about the importance of farming your business and and i put it on linkedin and i had somebody reach out to me because they thought i was a sales trainer and they mm-hmm. were interested in they're trying to look for a way to help their sales pros who had taken approximately a 60% hit in sales because of the pandemic. They had relied very heavily on uh, door knocking, cold calling and expos for their sales. And none of those things were available to them last year. And so they were looking for alternatives. And that got me thinking about the value and the importance of networking and viewing networking for what it is. It is not selling. It is not marketing. Networking is about uh, connecting. It's about creating those relationships with people for both personal and professional reasons that become those go-to resources. And as I kind of dug into it a little bit more, I, I started to realize that a lot of people don't diversify their networking styles where they should. Just like your financial advising, just like your retirement plan, you diversify. So when the unexpected happens, it's not such a big hit. 
Yeah. And and that's the same thing with your networking is if you there are multiple styles that each have a different goal and a different end in mind. And if you keep them diversified when the unexpected happens, it's not so devastating or such a, an, a disruption. It's actually um, kind of like a car where you, you know, one tire goes flat, but you still got three others rolling. So you can still safely guide yourself to that next point where you can, where you can, you know, get things fixed. So Crusaders Networking uh, was actually created out of a realization that people don't know that networking has a variety of forms and uh, kind of need to focus on it as a continuing education piece as well. Same as selling, same as marketing. And, uh, and the name Crusaders came from because we're all, we're all in this together. We all have a mission and a plan and a path that we are on. And we all know that when we take that plan, that mission, that path, and we travel it with other people, not only do we get there faster but we get there smoother and yeah that is networking yeah yeah um now we've all been victim of you know a networking event and we run into the the person who isn't concerned with what you have going on only really concerned with letting you know what they have going on. Right. Um, like you said, that's that's not networking. That's not networking. How, how, how do you, because some things are just more natural, right? Mm -hmm. how, how do you connect or how do you attempt to connect with, with the person that you're, you're meeting for the first time, you know, back in the day, pre-COVID, <laughs> you know, there may be a couple hundred people, at, you know, uh, somewhere, and you may be, you only 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 have an hour, ninety minutes, and you and you want to make sure that you connect with as many people. But how do you do that genuinely? But also understanding that you don't have twenty five minutes to get to give to this person. Like, how do you, how do you how do you not? become that 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 dude right that sort of like it's just all about themselves hitting you with their elevator pitch and not you know and not curious or interested in, in you at all right well let's first of all let's start with uh you're going to a networking event be it either in a digital world or in a physical world and you're looking to connect with people. So take some of the pressure off yourself. If you do it right, this is not the last time you're gonna see these people. This is just your introduction to get to the first professional first date where you actually get to do a more deep talk about what it is that you do, what it is they do. So, uh, so that will help you keep you grounded a little bit. And what is my purpose of being here tonight? My purpose is not to make a sale. My purpose is not necessarily to get an appointment on the calendar. My purpose is to make a connection and then follow up with that connection after the event to try to get something on the calendar, to try to get that one-on-one -on -one time with that person. So if you kind of take that, uh, that approach, that mental approach that this is you foraging, which is one of the networking styles that I teach people, you're looking for the opportunities that are around you, you find that you will be more effective at moving through a large group of people. Um, when you run into that person, 
who wants to monopolize your time, whether they realize it or not, there's nothing wrong with saying, I love to learn more. Let's put something on the calendar for later. Because that's actually their fear. Their fear is if they don't say it now, they're never going to get to. Hmm. You're alleviating that fear by giving them an opportunity to present more later. So mm. that's, that's actually what a lot of it is, is, is they just, they've confused networking for selling. And, and if they don't say it now, they're never going to get a chance to. So by just acknowledging that, well, let's connect more, you can help alleviate that. And that gives you the opportunity to connect with more people. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like that. Now, um, you talked about uh, one of the techniques that you, that you teach I mean, you talked about, uh, you refer to them as four networking. Foraging. Foraging. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Um, can you talk a bit more about, about that landscape and, and sort of what that what that means and how, how does one go about learning learning how to forage? How to do that effectively? Yeah. Well, I, I have defined four different styles of networking, but I call them landscapes because people are very familiar with hunting and farming. They usually hear those when it comes to selling, but they do apply to networking as well. And the reason I kind of stuck with the nature references is because no matter who you are, what your background is, or where you're from in the world, you have a general idea of what farming is, what hunting is, what fishing is, what foraging is. So it makes it easier for me to uh, translate and communicate these different techniques for people to learn. Um, one of the techniques is known as a foraging. And if you think about it, if you were foraging in the woods, what what's your goal? You're not 100% sure. You just know there's opportunities out there. So you're open to looking around and seeing what might come come your way. Um, oh, there's some berries, there's some mushrooms, uh, there's my favorite flower, whatever the case may be. You translate that to a networking, and that's very much what you're doing when you attend these events, or you're at chamber events, or you're at expos, or even when you're on these uh, digital networking opportunities that are available to us as well, is you don't know what's out there, so you're open to any opportunity, which means you will be just as excited to get a new contact with a new coffee appointment as you are to meet a new potential customer. So um, the idea of foraging is not only opening your mind to what opportunities might be around you, it's also about remembering you might be looking for a person who's an ideal contact for one of your referral partners because maybe they're not ideal for you, but you know who they are. And that makes you a more valuable networking partner as well. Um, but it also is important to remember how you present yourself. You know, Do you present strong? Do you present confident? Are you listening? Do you have a solid self-introduction? Um, is it a flexible self-introduction depending on the environment that you're in? Do you have 10 seconds, name and name of your company? Do you have two minutes? including your elevator pitch. And, and it's a very outgoing type of networking. It's using your personal energy to attract others and connect with them. So mm. it's actually of the four landscapes that I teach, foraging is my favorite because I'm very good at it. I enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy finding out what makes them amazing. I enjoy sharing them with others, but it's, uh, it's actually very internal because you have to come from a place where you are confident in yourself and your products. 
And that doesn't mean that you, that uh, a lot of that's just internal talk, right? Self-talk. I'm amazing. Right. I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to these pe- meet these people and these people want to talk to me. That gets rid of that immediate self-doubt where am I a value to them? You don't need to know that right now. That's a follow-up conversation. That's a future conversation. Right now, you're just there to see what you can see and share what you have to share. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, That that's, you're really leading with, like you said, you're, more than your personality is really your energy and sort of your outlook, right? Yes. I mean, I've, you know, been at places where, when I put it on the calendar three weeks before, it sounded like an amazing time. It's, it's, it's Thursday. It's been a long week. I got stuff to do at home. I got more work to do before I go to bed. And I got this darn event, right? Yeah. And that, and, and my energy is not going to be the same for that event. And, and people can feel it. Yes. You know, it's yes. a tangible thing, right? Yes. Versus, you know, being more loose, uh, being more excited, um being more you know sort of eyes wide open and and sort of just embracing the moment yes is is there a trick to you talked about talking to yourself I imagine that may be one Mm -hmm. of them but like are there some other tips that you can um use to make sure that your energy if you have to manufacture some of that like Uh, yeah like what what else can you do to kind of make sure your energy is right when you walk into that to that room so you can get the most out of that 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 you know situation yeah yeah and see that's the fun thing about these four distinct landscapes there is a different type of person that flourishes in each landscape so one of the uh, goals I have for making people aware of it is not only do they figure out where they shine the most Uh, like I said, I I tend to be a great forager, is it makes them more comfortable when they find themselves in those other environments because they kind of know what's going to happen, what to expect. Mm -hmm. So um, overcoming that, I just want to stay home and put on my sweatpants and uh, let my brain shut down and go to sleep for a while because it's been a busy week, is make yourself a goal it's okay to set yourself a time limit. Nobody says that you have to be the first one there and close the place down. Right. You can give yourself a simple goal as in, I'm going to meet five people I've never met before, which also accelerates your time there because you've already told yourself, I don't need to touch base with those I already know. You know, I already know, I already know them. I can give a friendly wave and then send them an email or a text message later. Hey, it was great seeing you tonight. Sorry, we didn't get a chance to talk. Um, I was a, woman on a mission I was a man on a mission whatever the case may be so if you give yourself a plan when you walk in then uh it's like okay one two three done I get to go home now and over the course of accomplishing that plan you've put in place you might find that your energy changes because now you're enjoying being in the room um or you're seeing an opportunity and you're like oh that's another person i want to chat with so yes a lot of the times the challenge is getting getting yourself out the door getting yourself to the event getting yourself online uh and a great way to overcome that barrier besides 
that pregame self-talk is put a plan in place. I'm going to do yeah. this. This is my goal. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. No, um, I think you talked about the the pressure. Yeah, you got a room of 100 people. You may go, oh my gosh, like, what, where do I start, right? But if you have a goal, I'm going to meet three people, I'm going to meet five people I've never met. Mm-hmm. That way, yeah, you have some parameters and, and, and maybe you can walk a little bit more confidently knowing, okay, yeah, I'm not trying to meet 90% of the, the people here today. Exactly. I'm going to kind of, like you said, I'm get in and get out. Yep. I'm here for seven new names and I'm out the door. And if it is a networking event with a hundred people at it, you may not even have to move. (laughs) You might just have to walk five feet in the door, put on your name badge and just talk to the people around you or they'll come to you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No one says you got to circle the room to accomplish the goal. That's just an option that's available for you. If you're, if you're ready to forage farther. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we talked about foraging. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into uh, farming. Tell me farming. about the farming and, and, and your take on the, the farming landscape. Yes. Farming is probably the most easily understood of the networking practices. It's the one that people are referring to when they usually talk about networking. And farming is about uh, establishing and maintaining long-term partnerships with people. And they don't necessarily have to be, uh, I have business for you every single day. It's just that that connection. Uh, Just like an actual farm, you've put down roots. Everything you need is right there. All of your resources are at hand. And uh, farming actually serves two purposes from a networking standpoint. One is Uh, not only are you defining yourself as a resource for others, so other professionals come to you when they have questions, when they have needs, when they have concerns, you become that go-to professional for them. Uh, Being connected to all of these other professionals also makes you more valuable to your current and future clients, because when your clients have a need that you don't do, you have an answer, you have a solution, you have a referral for them. So you are showing your customers that they're not just a paycheck. They're not just a job. You legitimately care about them and want to be of service to them. And it's a great way to turn a customer into a client, a customer you do business with once, a client you do business with again. And you might find that when you become that referral source, that go-to person, even for your clients, your clients open their networks up to you as well. So now you have even more referrals coming your way uh, just because you built an honest, sincere connection with that person. How do you do that though, Wendy? Takes time, just like farming. Farming is not a one and done thing. You plant that seed and then you have to make sure that it gets all the nutrients it needs that you check in on it. Um, But the easiest way to establish that relationship, the easiest way to plant that seed is when you're having that conversation with them or anytime you are connected with them. And I'm going to ask you before we log off today, how can I help you? You know, make it about them. How can I be of service to you? What do you need? And that's a good question too. If they're not sure how you can help them, switch the question to what do you need right now? Mm. They're more likely to know, oh, I need need, uh, 
more clients. I need more exposure. I need to know someone who does this. And that gives you the ability to become a superhero because you're providing a solution. You're providing an answer. You're providing an opportunity for them to keep in forward motion. So that is the big key to building those farming relationships is to be of service to them, knowing mm-hmm. that if you help them, it will come back to you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Like you said, it takes time, right? It takes time. That's, that's the frustrating part, but time passes anyways. So by planting those seeds on a consistent basis, you're, you're just building your network as you go. I mean, 10 years down the road, you're, you're accepting the uh, person of the year award and you're going to stand up there and you're going to give your speech and you're going to thank the people in the room that helped you get there. Yeah. And they did that because you've known each other for years, you know each other's character, you know each other's quality, and you help. You help where you can. That's yeah. farming. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. And so, like you said, the, the two that we are most familiar with, especially those that come from a sales background, mm-hmm. is um, the, you know, farming and then this other one is the hunting hunting right so based on i'm curious about this one and how you define it because it doesn't sound like it's as organic as this farming piece so tell tell, talk talk about this landscape and how how you define it so what i really like about the hunting landscape is from a networking standpoint it is not what you think It is not about closing sales. It's not about, uh, you know, hunting down a new customer and getting a new contract signed. Hunting is actually about being strategic, making a plan and managing your frustrations Mm. because uh, it's very easy when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a sales professional, you are moving under your own steam to get frustrated. Um, It's the, it's very easy easy for somebody to you know attend that hundred person networking event and walk out and say well that was that wasn't worth my time that was that was a worth waste of my time because they didn't walk out with a sale or whatever so hunting is about making a strategic plan so you can measure your progress and therefore manage your frustrations part of that is being intentional with putting Uh, things on your calendar. And I encourage people who find this a challenge to commit to something repetitive, because it's easier to manage your progress if you're in the same spot all the time, like weight loss, like going to the gym. Um, it's, It's not a one and done situation. So if you do something repetitive, it's easier to manage your progress and see the see what you're doing. It's, it's a little vaguer. There's there's some more depth to like the classes and such that I do, yeah. but it's very much about measurable results and managing frustration. Give me an example of managing frustration. Just like I mentioned, you went to a networking event because somebody invited you there and uh, and you you didn't make a sale. Um, I, I run referral teams. That's, that's uh, my other business. I run referral teams and I'll have people, sales reps visit and their managers will say, how many sales did you make today? And they're, well, none. It was a networking meeting. Well, there were 15 people in the room and nobody bought your products. Don't go back. Not worth your time. Yeah. Where we know that everything takes time. 
Very right. rarely, especially in a world where so much stuff is on demand, is the sales process one or two touches. So how do you keep moving forward by managing and uh, measuring the progress you're making towards those sales? So is that a prop? Is that a, an appropriate example, or is it still too vague? No, I'm 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 thinking about it as you talk about it. It's the way that you uh, manage your frustration is really is to have that plan mm-hmm. on the on the front end, right? Yes. And yes. And the, the your plan. Yeah, there's it, it's more than there seems to be not just today I'm going to accomplish these things, but, but I'm going to, but, but today I'm going to work towards these things to accomplish this at a, at a later day. Yes. Yes. Or uh, today I have this association that I'm participating with. And on Tuesday I have this forum that I meet up with. Um, one of the things that I do to manage my frustrations and to make sure that I feel I'm moving forward is every Friday I have a, um, a soundboarding session with other professionals, the same professionals. So I can talk my business out loud and I can get their feedback on their thoughts, their feedback, just to make, make me uh, plan my progress, see my progress, be prepared for my progress. I have found more often than not when I feel like I'm not moving forward in my business, I'm not working on my business. And it's because I haven't taken the time to plan my next step. Mm -hmm. I just went through the process. I made, I, I did it. One, two, three, done. But I didn't have a step four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get frustrated because you're not, you're, 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 you're failing. Right. It's not working. You start spinning in circles. Well, how about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Right. You don't have any direction. Yeah. I, I, the course. I think about this a lot. Um, and I, you know, every lesson that I'm trying to teach my kids, you know, I, it, it's like a, sort of a, a reminder for myself. And I, and I and I think that one of the biggest things that we can teach ourselves um, or learn to accept is just this delay gratification. If if we can if we can somehow understand that it'll come, but it doesn't have to come today. I I think that you you. I think the world just you just see the world in a different perspective, and I and and you know. Full transparency is not like something I've mastered, but I, you know, I definitely have my moments where I can kind of see how the things have, God has opened up different doors if I just stop trying to open every door Yes. on my own. Yeah, I, um, funny, I actually did a video a while ago about that, how that's the challenge most professionals face when wanting to increase their networking skills is it's not an instant gratification thing. Mm. You know, you didn't click a button and it shows up in two days. You didn't, right. you know, turn on the TV and here's the newest release in your right. living room, uh, which is much more realistic. Life, life 
takes time and I'm still learning this myself. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to empathize with you and leave it right there because all of a sudden now my frustrations are going to <laughs> start showing up. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that um, you said life takes time for sure. Mm-hmm. And with, with this microwave era of everything, well, that's a good um, description. Th- there's still so many things, you know, in the sales world, and my, you know, for like myself, dealing with and um, companies that are looking for a new, you know, benefits broker, considering some different ways to sort of uh, design plans and stuff for them, all that stuff. Like th- those things take time. Mm-hmm. Right, the, these things don't happen overnight. So it's and even like the trust that someone has, you know, the number of meetings that you have to, you know, yes. and brainstorming sessions before they give you the opportunity to say, okay, Baxter, you know, you got the business right. Mm-hmm. Um, as many of the things that we can have right now with the press of button, um, c- clients in my business, that's that's just. Ain't how it works. It's not how it works. It's yeah. It's just like takes ten years to be an overnight success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's you know we I would love it, but no, like you said, you literally hit on it. You have to build trust. Yeah. And yeah. that that's not from trying to sell people or trying to market to. Them. That's that's an aspect of networking. It's the exchange of knowledge for the intention of making personal or professional connections. Hmm. And that's a big part of the farming, you know, farming is somebody you're already connected to and you want to stay connected to them. And it's that building that I know you, I like you, I trust you, going to use you and refer you relationship. And you can't get there if your networking hunting brain overrides it and says that this isn't working i'm done doing this mm-hmm. it's it's to help manage the frustration so you can get there and see the results of your your actions yeah um that's really good yeah i and liked that, that that came out really well so i'm gonna steal it you're welcome um <laughs> last but not least mm-hmm. um is this this uh, fishing fishing landscape yes. talk about about that yes fishing actually is the most classic form of networking uh but people who use this technique usually are not using it for business uh why do people join country clubs why do people join athletic clubs? Why do people join uh, associations? My favorite example, uh, and, and hopefully my information is accurate because somebody could call me out on it, is the Detroit Athletic Club. Mm-hmm. There's, I, the last time I heard, there was a $5,000 application fee, a two-year wait list, an interview, and an audition. And people are not going through all of that because they want a gym membership with a good view of Tiger Stadium. <laughs> right. They're doing it because they want to be surrounded by these people who will introduce them to larger rooms. Mm. So a fishing technique is actually using yourself as bait. There, mm. These are not people you're trying to sell to. These are not people uh, who are current customers. These are people that you want to mentor you 
people that you want to uh, introduce you to new rooms, people that you want to bring you along and carry you along. And the technique that there's, you know, lots of little, how do you work around and into these things? But primarily it's, it's not about saying, uh, look at me. It's, it's about inter interacting with them. Mm -hmm. And maybe finding that common ground and uh, and asking for advice. You know, I, I don't know what your experiences have been, but in general, the majority of people I come across are good people who, if you asked for uh, ask advice, are, are happy to give it. That doesn't mean that they're they're going to offer you a job or, you know, take you to a business meeting or introduce you to their clients. But if you ask, if you ask for, hey, this is what I want to do. They're they're going to meant they're going to offer some some knowledge. So um, the point of fishing is trying to uh, help you yourself move into new rooms. You mm. yourself become of greater value to those who you already uh, farm and foraged. So it's you're the product. Yeah, yeah, you're the bait, huh? You're the bait. You're yes. Yeah. Yes. You're like, you know what? That's actually really cool. I really like that. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and in, in a digital world, because this is a great environment to do that, uh, a nice way to do that is just engage with their posts. Mm -hmm. You know, just just engage with their posts and feel free to ask questions because if you're reading their post, you probably have a question. Yeah. Um, and and at some point, um, that person, you probably would feel at least comfortable enough to say, hey, I would be really curious to know more. Would you be willing to take 15 minutes of your time? Yeah. And once again, it's not to sell. Do not sell. You never sell. This is not selling. This is you connecting with somebody who can bring you more knowledge, more information, more connections. All right, I got one follow-up question. I know we, we need to wrap, so uh, but I gotta ask you this because I, 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 I really, really want to hear your opinion. So, okay, okay I'm looking at. I, I've met Wendy, or I, I, you know, an associate of Wendy. I'm trying to get more more time with her, and I'm trying to, you know, mm. uh, looking at like you know, maybe a potential mentor or something like that. And so you said ask for 15 minutes of their time um what if wendy's super busy and doesn't have fit like 15 like what value are you what, what value are you presenting for in exchange for, for these 15 minutes is it all charity for for wendy or is it something that 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 um the 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 one that's pursuing this is there some is there a certain amount of value that they can add there, there, there could be. Um, when, when you were mentioning that, my first thought was the warm introduction. You know, uh, the warm introduction, that person that knows both of you and says, hey, Baxter, this is Wendy. Um, I think you guys should know each other. You have some things in common. And, you know, Wendy, this is Baxter. He's this amazing person that I met who is very, uh, very free with their knowledge and happy to share. Uh, perhaps he can answer your questions. So the warm introduction helps, but it's not charity. Um, I'm trying to describe this. You have something to offer. And instead of 
knocking on their door trying to sell it to them you're trying to get their attention naturally with the hope that someday they will they will say not someday because someday sounds like forever but uh that you have something of in, that might be valuable to somebody they know as well. Um, I, I, I do this a lot on, on LinkedIn and you never know who that person is that's gonna get you to the person that you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. And so in a way I make it sound like phishing is all about, I'm entry level and I'm trying to get time with the CEO, uh, but it's not that necessarily a great of a divide. There could just be somebody who's been doing exactly what you're doing, but they've been doing it longer. And everybody has this experience and most professionals who are humble don't have a problem sharing it. You know, just like you mentioned, you're imparting this wisdom to your daughter, or I'm sorry, I assumed that your child um, and uh, that your child, that it takes time. And that's your wisdom that you're imparting to them because you want her to do well. I, is it a daughter? I keep saying I have her. a daughter and a son, yes. You're okay, right. so, yeah. all right. Because I, 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 I'm like, well, I, I, I don't know. I was looking at the pictures behind you and that was, I shouldn't, I should never assume, especially <laughs> little people. Um, but it's, it's, it's not about... It's just about that hand up to the next step. Yeah. And that is something that we all talk about as as professionals who are blessed, as professionals who have worked hard, as professionals who have put in our time. uh, Part of that is giving back. Yeah. Yeah. And and you just want to be the person they give they give back to because you are going to turn around and hand that down to the person behind you. It's not about the people behind you to step on to get to the next step it's just i can't sell to you yeah yeah i i i i can't you know but i have my network of people and to be of greater value to them it would be useful for me to learn from you yeah that's really good yeah it's hard to impart in short times, which is actually why we do, we do like 45 minutes on each style. So we can, we call them the master courses. Yeah. Yeah. And I, wa- I want to hear about um, how can people learn more about um, the workshops that, and the trainings that you're doing? Excellent. Well, Tell them where um, they can find you. They can find me on LinkedIn, Wendy C. Caverly and, uh, and Eventbrite is also got our listing as well right now. Uh, I do have a collaboration partner that I'm doing active programs with. They are called the Network Communication Landscapes. I talk about the four different landscapes of networking and uh, my collaboration partner is an expert at team building by personality types. And Mm. she has defined them as birds. So uh, there's owls and eagles and peacocks and doves. And we actually talk about the different networking styles and the personalities that flourish in that. And yet, once again, by having an awareness of those other styles, it makes you more comfortable as you move through them. It also gives you control over it. Like if you were at a, at a networking event, part of the foraging process, and you meet somebody and they start talking about your wheelhouse, you already know this is somebody that you're going to want to set up for maybe a sale in the future. Um, it's that being able to pivot because you're aware of the landscapes. And that's actually the first program we're offering. Um, we call it the Atlas 
Mm. It's like an atlas. It's a giant map. Right. Yeah. I We're going to give you an overview of all of the techniques. And then if there is a style that you think, I think that's me, or I'd love to learn more, or I need to be better at that. Uh, each month, we're going to offer a master course in one of the landscapes. Oh, very so, cool. So uh, to offer that that depth. So that's, that's the workshops. And then I think I'm going to begin offering maybe a monthly 30 minute quick little free workshop just to impart networking information to people. Uh, a big one that I'm running across right now is how to overcome digital cold calling. Mm. where, uh, you know, don't send a connection request to somebody and immediately follow it up with a sales pitch. That's like kicking down their door and sitting on their couch. <laughs> how do you take the steps yeah. so you can get to that part? Um, how to make warm introductions. That's, mm. that's the, these are all about connecting, networking, relationships. They help you get to the sale. They help you be more valuable to your clients and they help you achieve your goals. I'm not even using the word success because networking can help you achieve all your goals. What if your goal is just to go on vacation next year? Well, look at that. I just connected with a really great travel agent. Right. Goal achieved, not a dollar made, dollar spent, but, (laughs) but you effectively achieved a goal through your networking. Yeah, no, that's that's good. That's good. Um, well, I encourage folks to find Wendy um, on LinkedIn, learn more about these workshops and, and these master classes. Um, I just want to say thank you for thank your you. time. This is really, really good. Um, yeah, it's like it has me all fired up. It's been a long day, but I like you kind of like re-energize me with all of this stuff. Um, on behalf of Wendy, um, I just want to say thank you to the audience uh, for continuing to support. Please um, subscribe, share, like, and if it's something that's of value to you, don't be stingy. Share it. There may be some other folks that find value in it as well. And until next time, yes. uh, peace. All right.